In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, episode 53. Andrew and Jerry are live from CPAC. The Conservative Political Action Conference, Jerry. Thank God I brought that. I already pulled it. Well, listen, it's on it's on video, so we can all see it. Jerry's just pulled oh, out yeah. a flat. <laughs> yes. And he's gonna take well, it's Irish Wait, Awareness Month. Stop for a second, Gerald. Because you took so are you taking a little nip of the of the hair of the dog that bit you? Oh, I bit him back, my friend. I, I bit did, him back. Well, that's you. good. You want some? Uh, no, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. All thank right. you. Thank you. So we are live at CPEG. We're live at Radio Row. Um, a, a little, a little late, uh, but none the worse for wear and tear. Why do they know we're late? I, because I'm telling them. Oh, okay. This is part of my story this morning of Jerry it's... ditching me last night. Oh, oh a wonderful God. night with I, a, I a got, future got uh, member of the administ- the next administration. I, so, so let me let me just set up for where we are. So we are at the Conservative Political Action Conference CPAC at the Gaylord Hotel, uh, National Harbor, Maryland. And, sweating my butt off by the way yes someone um, put on the air conditioning yes and and it is it is very crowded on radio Row. we are in a different area normally when we have recorded in the past they stick us in the back we are off in the back with the uglies i gotta tell you something it's different now hello david um as we as we go and we do this um they've put all of the talk radio hosts are you going to are you going to say hi to people and just say their first name I am, and not explain to well, the listener who just walked by? Well, especially if it's someone who I think wants to remain secret. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do that. Why does he want to be secret? I, I, I don't know. I'm just assu- I assume that everybody so wants general to counsel of, of, of ACU just walked by. Uh, oh, so, OK, so now you just throw him under the so David. But, so I mean, actually, it, it's no secret. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's CPAC, you know, are we? Yes. And staff members from ACU will be here. I had to call an audible. And I'm the prettiest man on radio. Along the lines of what Jerry was saying about me shouting out to people, there was someone I absolutely had to make contact with. Okay, are we? Are we not? We're not starting over. We're no, going back. Starting over. Saw the, the, beauty, oh, the beauty of all professional of this. disc jockey. We're not our our listeners, especially the the fifty percent of our audience that listens in. Minute, so that when you call that audio, were people still listening to us? No, I paused the recording oh. as soon as I as soon as I yelled out to uh, to our friend, I I paused the recording. All the right. Who saw this? Are you, me, our listener James Kane, who's watching us? And we could have cut back and just started over again. I did not want to go and do that. Why? Because I I wanted to capture the magic of the moment, the beauty of the spontaneity, Jerry. Right. That is the conservative political action. You're conference. an odd. By duck. the way, you're not duck, my friend. As you were, I love you, but you're a weirdo. Evening. You're a weirdo, dude. As I am fond of saying, every CPAC is different, and this CPAC is certainly no different. <laughs> so to set things up, they they have all the radio guys. Up front, Jerry and I are actually mixed in with the radio guys, thankfully. Um, and then and well, we are radio guys. But then, Jerry, you see, so you haven't been back back there. So no, I haven't been all back. of the, the the various TV outlets are back there. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, you got uh, Mike Lindell's uh, TV network is back there. Really? You got uh, you got the setup. He has a network now. Yes. Yeah, so you got the setup for John, uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s thing over there. You got all the- Donnie Jr.'s back there. Donnie Jr. is back there. Uh, uh, yes. So, so you got all kinds of folks, Jerry, folks with podcast setups. I thank God that we are perceived as being talk radio because our podcast setup uh, is put to shame by, uh, I by tell you, we don't have our, our thing behind us. Well, this is, this, 
All right. I'm going to try to remedy that situation for tomorrow's show. I'm going to try to find Did you a take my advice stand. and call the hotel guy? I was to told it? I was given a resounding no. Why? Because they, they because of line of sight issues and not putting up uh, stuff over here. Oh, but yes. Wait, 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 it makes no sense. Dude, what's what's, just, that, what's that down I there? I am just I am just doing I well, Who said no? Delaying. Dave Mohel said no. I don't want to throw him into the See, there's I tell you, you, you that's now. now let me tell you something right now. Yes. You're 0 for 2. Wait a minute. I'm 0 for 2. Because there are two you things I told you to do okay. or not do, and you didn't do you, you, okay. you did the opposite of what I told you to do. So says the man who was supposed to come to dinner last night and Oh my goodness. I'm gonna go for an hour. For you so so early. My dinner and we we did a dinner from, from seven till nine. Oh, was that it was nine o'clock? Yes. All right. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, realize that But you, but you, you were going to your thing at six. You, know, I'll come over. I'll come over at seven. Oh, I'm not well, gonna make it. I'm not they, gonna make it over. I'm sorry. They did start. Our dinner started way late. Yes, I, I, I know. So, so, so to set I'm the sorry. scenario, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, I didn't get, I didn't get the the thing set up behind us. I assume we were gonna have the same kind of a setup before, where we would have I got the thing back God behind bless, us. God bless the, the the person that said no to you, but. Line of sight. Everyone has everyone. Every yes, yes. We're so, the only ones without one. I understand this. I am aware of Chop this over here. Yes. So I'm going to try to remedy this for the show tomorrow. You're going to ping on this all day. Um. Yes. So. Uh, so. So nine o'clock. I see. By the way, thank you. You, you went out and, and purchased this. Time out for a second. You, you yes, I did. Hard earned monies on that. So. So it's. By the way, your dinner also was only going to go. A couple of hours. Yeah, I thought I'd be done by eight. There, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I, I did. And, and, and so and so, you know, nine o'clock rolls around, and I'm, I'm getting a time. We're finishing up here. Uh, uh, David stopped by, and David and, stopped. Was he at your dinner? No, he stopped by your dinner. Oh, but did he yes. come from yours to mine? No, he did not come from mine to yours. So he well. he 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 went, and and so I show up at at uh, the restaurant where Jerry was eating, and Jerry's Jerry is sitting back there. The food I, was delicious. Yes, by the I'm way, I'm not going to say who it was you were arguing with. Uh, our good friend. Was I arguing with somebody? <laughs> or was I just being you myself? Guys, you were being yourself. All right. Deep in lather. If there's an argument, yes. you know I'm arguing. Yes. No, no, no. It was, it was, it People was. People go flying. Things go flying. Yes. So, um, but I had a good day yesterday. You also, yeah, and unfortunately you missed my panel. Well, that, I, I mean, I know, my dinner started hot. at yes. six. Yes. And I, and, and, uh, and I, and I had to meet someone there and, uh, and, uh, Look, my dinner last I'll say what it was. It was a uh, a healthcare dinner. Yes. With some health experts and some think tankers, uh, some industry, uh, and also Eric Hargan, the former uh, uh, interim uh, health secretary and deputy uh, secretary at HHS. Uh, very good guy. Yeah. Uh, smart, on right on all the issues. And frankly, we need more reasonable voices, honest actors on healthcare policy. And Eric's one. Yes. And he's a superstar. Yes. And so the, 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 having an opportunity to, to to sit with him and exchange ideas. I'm only I'm only giving you guff because because yeah. we're on the air. Let me tell you, the food was I was uh, yeah. 45 is a good restaurant. Oh, but the, the thing yeah. is, I I ordered my uh, my 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 ribeye and, and with potatoes. This was after having uh, all kinds of appetizers. Then they came out. And they put lobster mac and right, cheese now I'm gonna yell out. on the Hello, table. Hello, John Pop. There he is, yes. the greatest producer in the world. Yes, John Pop. 
your, your potatoes, your steak now. Oh, but then he came out with lobster ravioli. Our friend who is uh, yeah. who wants to have dinner with us tonight uh, said he'd be happy to go. You don't remember? <laughs> remember? I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think. If I look fat, my head looks you so don't look fat. You're fine. It's you know, it's it's all okay. Look, how's this? I love. The How do I look like this? Can, 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 you right? look fine like right. that, but you know. I, I love it. You so you have no idea. You have no idea that we that we have dinner plans for tonight. Oh, we do. Yes, yes, we I do. That. Yeah, so, dinner. Well, that's the thing. He said he would be we would be happy to go back to Bond Forty Five. If you like to go good. To can I put my stuff in your room? Yes, of course. My checkout's four o'clock. Yes, yeah, so you could absolutely do that. Unless I should stay over. Listen, I was I was going to take wages as to whether or not you were going to try to extend your stay for another night. Should I? I'm inclined to say you should, but that's 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 just happy enough. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll we'll make an audible later. Yes, I I I I think you can. So, um, but Jerry, I I, I will say for my own sake, uh, I knocked my presentation out of the park yesterday. Oh, I'm sure you did. I it, had was, a, it, was it was it videotaped? Um, I think it was, and then there were folks who were taking pictures, and and there was little snippets of video that our good friend Stephanie Bell, who's on ninety three point nine, the Eagle, the Eagle, in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, she uh, she filmed a little bit of it. I'm going to say it's the Eagle. I don't remember if it's 93.9 or not, um, but it was great. I, I got in there, Jerry. I had done a whole PowerPoint presentation. Oh, I know together. this. Yeah, yeah. And then I spent the afternoon whittling it down. Right. And then I got into the room, and there are hundreds of people in this room to do activist boot camp for CPAC. And Will Estrada, who does. Uh, oh, he was on chips. No, this is his son. That was Eric Estrada. Okay, very good. Very this good. is his son, Will. Will. Um, and and Will Estrada was doing a great presentation on uh, parents and school boards and things. Really, not policing, not policing, okay. not not motorcycle riding, right. not hang gliding, not delivering babies in the backs of cars. What was your presentation on? Did on you regulatory activism. Regulatory activism. Yes, getting the base riled. Sounds up. like you should be a Marvel character. You mean like like our sign that we can't put up? Oh, but I'm going to try to solve the problem for tomorrow. Actually, this is awesome. Buddy. I love this. You like? Yeah. Although although I don't like my tights. I don't like the tights. <laughs> okay. I, I'd rather have on a pair of. Uh, All right. Hold on. He's sitting down. Am I turning on your microphone? All right. Hold on. There you go. You know John Pop. Hello. Yes. John. Yes. I don't think your headphones are plugged in. So I don't think so either. Do go. I need them? No, you need them. You don't need them. Hi, Hi. it's John Pop. I'm heading. John, I, I just so you know, this morning I loaded up the Kevin Roberts show, uh, oh. uh, 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 part of our podcast curation. I, I loaded him up just real quick. Uh, of we've been doing it for about ten. So, real clear policy: we are curating uh, podcast now. Right. And right. John John Pop, of course, is uh, a producer extraordinaire at Heritage. I'm finding that we're getting upticks uh, from the the other podcasters are saying, "Hey, Jerry." We had we had, you know, X percent more downloads this week. Thanks. So I'd be I'd be curious to see if you're if if Kevin's numbers are, are going up. Cool. cool. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Hey, Thank you for doing on that a, on a on a, a sad note. I yes. don't know if you've heard, but our good friend Rob Spiewak had a car accident. He's OK. Somebody affiliated with the Michael Mara show did not survive. Rob, Rob. So our oh, good Lord. go out to uh, the family of Rob. Speedwag. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, we'll say somebody for a, 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 a yeah. mutual friend uh, texted me last night and said, "Hey, oh. you know, heard this?" And I'm like, "No, I hadn't." So, wow, it's too bad. I know we're podcasting here. Who he is? Okay, so John years ago was the producer for the G Gordon Liddy Show. 
John. Everyone knows who John is. Yes, but also on Superstation uh, JFK. Yes. yes. It the Don and Mike show. Yes, it was. Producer, board up. Oh, right. On, right. Rabe. Rabe Spiewak, uh, who Got now it. went on to be part of the Mike O'Mara show. Got yes. It. Thank yes. you. I think 90% of our listeners would actually I get have that to joke. teach him how to do radio. Yes. Good luck with that. I do assume things. Yeah. That's just it. Well, John, thank you for paneling for a moment. Thank you, gentlemen. By the way, mentioning the podcast stuff, thank you for doing that. And yeah, yeah. with the uptick, yeah, I saw a doctor about that. He was able to cure it. <laughs> a simple <laughs> shot of penicillin to yeah. cure the uptick. John, God bless you, Mike. Some, thank some, you. Some good, some good uh, uh, lice-ridding medicine will do that. No, so, so for our listeners, though, uh, at Real Clear Policy, uh, if you uh, front page, center page, uh, every day I'm putting up four podcasts. Yes. And frankly, uh, we've I, I, I put our show up, and I think we've seen we a have. slight uptick. We have. Uh, de- definitely, folks, outside of the greater Minneapolis And then area. I know this. Yeah. Look, uh, the Jerry Rogers show at WBAL, it's podcasted. I posted that, and I got a call uh, from uh, one of the, well, the new station, uh, assistant station manager there, and said, hey, more people listen to your there podcast you go. Imagine. than listen to the show. So you're telling me, Jerry... When somebody actually gives a podcast greater exposure, their yeah. numbers go up. Yeah. It's astounding. Now, I think it went from zero to 10, but well, that's, that's okay. Still, an increase yeah, yeah. of zero. Listen, if you go from one to two listeners, you've doubled your, you've doubled your indeed, listenership. Indeed, indeed. Anyway, so what I was saying is I get into this room last night and Will Estrada is doing this fantastic presentation. And I turn to David Safavian, who was introducing me and giving uh, some remarks himself. And I said to David, I'm scrapping the PowerPoint, Jerry. I went without the PowerPoint last Excellent. night. Just, you just went and just went off my and yes, went off the cuff. Not to rail. And and yes, that's right. I was essentially I I went as they say commando, as as it were, as it were. So, Jerry CPAC, how many CPACs is this for you? I know you skipped well, we a couple do, of years. Well, I, I didn't do the COVID years when yes. they were out of town. So the last CPAC was for me was was the COVID CPAC. Yes, we were we were at ground zero of the COVID outbreak. That's right. And as and, uh, and yeah, and you and I went home and didn't feel well. That was the yes, but was not, but was not COVID. Oh, we don't know. No, it I don't. Might have been. No. So, but but that was an interesting CPAC to sort of set the wayback machine because yeah. it's interesting how history repe- repeats itself. Why was that interesting? Because that was the CPAC at which uh, at which Brett Hollander announced his uh, his uh, his resignation from from WBAL, uh, and then I and, and then I you stepped in and and did uh, and did Brett shows as that as That's that announcement was made. That. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then uh, here we are. I mean, yeah. is, 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 I did. I did the uh, what was it? The uh, the two to six spot at WBAL for almost a year. Yes. Uh, four days a week. Two to six. Two to six. What was I said six. I think. Yeah. OK. Yes, that was right. It was two, two to six. six. It was the afternoon. That's, right. That's by the way. WBAL announced today. This is my point. The yes. more things change, the more things stay. Okay. And here we go. Years later. And and uh, and uh, the they are they are now finally filling that uh, that uh, afternoon uh, right. And T.J. Smith is a fantastic guy, yes. uh, a retired police officer, a uh, common sense kind of practical uh, 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 sp- uh, spokesperson uh, voice. I think he leans left on many issues, but on crime and urban issues, I think he leans right. So maybe he's a good fit uh, for, uh, for for Baltimore. Um, but good stuff. And, and congratulations to TJ Smith. Smith as we sort of cover these things. But my point is, so three years ago was your last CPAC. Yes. How has CPAC changed for you over time? 
Well, I'm heavier today than I was uh, uh, three You're years twice ago. Twice the man you used to I've, be. I've gained. Well, you know, I gained all that weight during yes. COVID. So folks are seeing more of you around CPAC, is what you're saying. Yeah, but, I, but I'm noticing on camera, if folks are watching, <laughs> I am. I my hair. Holy moly! I have Elvis hair. I am so good. Looking. I was noticing your hair last night. Was it good? Mr. I look good, right? You look. You're Mr. French. Yeah, I was. Yes. I was kind of a Frenchy mood last uh, yeah, night. Yes, yes, yes. You were. You know? Yes. Uh, those are, you know, oh, uh, God, in fact, there are guys you can hit and guys you can't hit. Yes. He's he's kind of the type that you can't hit. Um, um, so, you know, and it's funny because one of the things is Jerry did make fun of me when I got my drink last night. Because what you would you a gimlet? I got a gimlet. I like a good you're a funny. You're a funny duck. You know, what, <laughs> if, the by the way, what I what was I drinking last night? You were drinking uh, whiskey. whiskey. Yes, whiskey. I understand this. A man's drink. So, is it, so is what's a gimlet? A gimlet, a gimlet? a gimlet is is like, either vodka, usually gin. A gin gimlet gin. is gin with with lime juice. I like my daughter drinks gimlets. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and your compadre last night was drinking espresso martinis. Who you didn't get much? That's the even person you were you were. Oh, you were really? Conversing with vodka? What? No. Espresso martinis? That's ridiculous. Yes. You know, and so I'm just so you know you're giving me crap for ordering a, a essentially gin and and gin and juice, and uh, and yet uh, nothing, I tell you, um, uh, our our, our dinner date uh, this evening, the, the the gentleman from corporate America who we're having dinner yes. with, he uh, he likes gin. He told me his favorite drink is gin. Listen, I'm telling you, gin's good, especially if you're worn. If it, if it was a you know day like today, and I'm outside, uh, a nice. Does, does our program? Our, if you go and and watch the podcast, can you comment? Uh, no. Is there, oh, darn. I would, I'm interested to know our listeners, what, what's their preferred drink? Oh, you know something? If we were doing this live, right? Yeah, they could send it in. Well, I'm live. I'm right here. Live. They, can, they can Facebook message us. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, um, very good. Yeah, you know, I am curious. What's your drink? Hold on, James. What are you saying? Yes, that's exactly oh, right. I'll post it to James. James. So we have a, we gathered an audience, by the way. Yeah. And, and, and J James, by the way, James, James Kane is, is here today and, one of our most loyal listeners, yes, and, but also one of the best co uh, comments. Yes, you you comment all the time, which is fantastic. So yeah, so James is suggesting Jerry that we do a Twitter poll. What's your yes? Doing? Let's do. Oh, you're brilliant. Yes, see there you go. So maybe, we'll do. Maybe James should do that. Uh, he he could, but he could also retweet it. You know, I put it up. Oh, you put it up, and all then right. you retweet it, and I retweet it. And all right, all right. We, we go down this road, Jerry. By the way, it's March the second. Can we say that? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's and Irish awareness uh, awareness month. Can we say that? God forbid yes, yes. we, we I, are aware I, I, of the I Irish. Assumed that that March was Irish awareness month. Yes. What? And also today's Tracy Tracy Barclay's birthday. He's leaving again. Yes, What's I he am. doing? Because I, I have your present for you. Oh, for what? 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 Why am I getting presents? Is it is it whiskey? I see. Uh, I see. We can a nice uh, uh, a nice uh, picture of Andrew's buttocks. What yeah, is you it? got my. Is it a hat? Yes, it is. Can I see. It? Yeah. Hold on for a oh second. My it's called the, the the you know the the business of show, Jerry. Thank you very much. It is Gerald. I was at uh, over next time you get up there, you got to shake your money. Maker. I know. I will shake so, your Jerry, money maker, Jerry. Yeah. I was in Charleston, South Carolina last week. Yes. Uh, for Parents Week yes. at the College of Charleston. And my daughter and I went out to uh, Folly Beach, which is a beach yes. community right outside of sure, Charleston. Sure. My, my brother, my brother, that, that's my that's brother's right. beach. That's Timothy. your brother's beach. Yeah. And I went to, we went to their, their Sea and Sand Festival, which is kind of like an arts and music sea festival. Sea and Sand. And there was a woman there who was doing custom embroidered hats. 
Really? And I saw a hat and I wanted it for myself. And then I said, you know something? No. Oh, Andrew. This is because Jerry, it is. What are you calling it? Irish Heritage Awareness. Irish Heritage Awareness Month. Jerry, I got oh, you this hat. Show it up to the camera. This here. Yes. St. Patrick's Day. That's a nice hat. Look that, at that. That is Can a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous hat. It's she the, makes this. The right shade of green for you. I'm not going to put it on right now. No, you don't, don't put it on right now because you don't want to mess up your Elvis hair. That's right. But this is fantastic. There you go. I thought you might like that. Thank I, you. I, I myself got this. I'm actually going to put it up on display. This is a, a We the People yeah, hat, like which it. is very, very nice. You know, right I can here. wear from hey, my from my here. Yes, that's what there I'm gonna go. go. There you go. There you go. So Jerry, so happy, happy early St. Patrick's well, Day. Well, I've, I've decided that if America uh, continues on this wrong track with diversity, equity, inclusion, with the public schools, uh, and all the rest of it, I'm gonna go to Ireland. I, I, you've said this, and they've you know, and they've been they've been socialist over there forever. Yes. You know, Sinn Féin and, and the IRA uh, are a bunch of, Fain, a bunch of uh, socialists. Sinn IRA, IRB. But the thing is, is I wouldn't care. I'd get in a nice cottage and I would uh, drink whiskey and I would give uh, tours with an American accent. I'll ask you a question. Was Sinn Féin Marxist because they were inherently ideologically Marxist? No. Or, okay. Or were they Marxist because they got support from the very, from the common turn for their revolution? No, no, no. They were, they were, they were socialists. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, not he, Marxist, but socialist. But and here and here's and here's the story. There, remember, uh, 1916, right? Yes. The Easter Rebellion. Uh, so you had you had the Irish uh, in those early years, uh, the first part of of, uh, of the uh, 20th century. Remember what was going on in Europe? You had yep, the Russian yep, Revolution. Yes. Uh, you had uh, the working class in England, right? You've seen Peaky Blinders. I have. Uh, so so what happened was the Irish rebels. Uh, got caught up with the uh, with that political movement. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what it was. So, so zeitgeist of the times. Yeah, Bannon now walking by. I tell you, I look a cadre I, around God, him. God bless him. But I look better than that guy. <laughs> you look listen. You look better than his bodyguard. You look better than this guy too. Talk about hair. Anyway, I like that hair. Look at that. That's me. 1986. <laughs> that's your awesome. hair. Yeah, you know, I had feathers. So, you know, ch chips. You did not have. Oh yeah, oh, and, my and God. also I had it um frosted. <laughs> I had frosted. I had Bon Jovi. Oh hair. my God, Jerry, you're such. Oh, you a, go such, a, such a Jersey boy. Oh yeah, you, yeah, such no. a Jersey. Going down to the shore, gambling on weekends. Hello, Charlie Sauer. Hey, Charlie. Uh, see this. Is, see now you're into it too. Now you're into it too. I, I probably owe him something too, which I will talk about later. I think one piece. All right. Yes. Praise so there the you Lord. Go. You want to sit for a second, Steve Gruber? Steve Gruber, Steve Gruber, Jerry Rogers, Steve Gruber, I salute from, from, from Michigan. <laughs> Steve Gruber, who who changed his plans, came in late, and he's the host of Come on, the Steve Gruber Show. There you go yeah. on the Steve on the Steve Gruber Network. I'm gonna have to help. <laughs> it's a whole. Is he's still <laughs> getting how to do it? Yeah, you know. Listen, I'm 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 shaky. I'm, I'm gonna be. I may be joining you tomorrow. Name. I'm hopefully gonna join. Excellent. You I like that. I, 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 Steve has arranged. Steve has the Andrew Langer. Jerry lectures me about radio and my radio voice, oh. and I go ahead and do it. So, uh, so CPAC, how many CPACs is this for you? Like, I, a, I think it's 113, but, yeah, I, right. but I've lost track. I mean, it's been a lot. I don't yeah. even. It, so what's the first CPAC for him or just, no, just the first one? I That's think a fine question. I think it was 70. I think it was 70. I was going to say 74, but I'm not sure. Maybe. And it was, yes. it was Buckley and that crew, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. So my my first CPAC, I think, was 88. 
Yeah. 88, I think. I was in college and I came down with the college Republicans. Right. And uh, I remember uh, we uh, stayed. Uh, they put up for college kids. They they gave us housing or they 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 like we could stay with someone. Right. Yes. And so I came down with my girl. So you flopped. Yeah. Well, yes. But I came. Down <laughs> I mean, it's just called for what it is. Sorry. So so my girlfriend came down and, you know, and I, I, I talked to her parents and my parents and I said, we're going to be careful. You know, I'll be respectful. Anyway, this guy. Right Steve, is, Steve is pointing out. By the way, Steve is not on camera. Steve is pointing out our our Andrew and Jerry Save the World uh, 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 sign. Dun, 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 dun. Remember, when I, we were I know you are, but, but Steve <laughs> interrupted you. To I'm going to take a drink sign. while you tell what I Whoa, saying. wait a second. <laughs> you sure. guys got cocktails and superhero drawings. I mean, I'm in the wrong place. Anyhow, your story. You're, you're yeah, flopping on the couch. So Eric and I, came, who's now my wife, we came down. And we flopped, and this place was uh, 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 it was filthy. It was, it was literally a we flop went, house. We went into there you it was, go. It was a bunch of college kids or or, or or young hill staffers. I went to the bathroom, and you couldn't see the floor for the hair all over. The oh, so I bet she dug that. Oh, we like that sort of thing. But yeah. so, and here's the thing: we had no money, so I called my mom, and I said, "Ma, this place is filthy." Erica had her own room. I had, you know, a, a uh, we were very respectful uh, in terms of 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 perception and and that sure. sort of thing. But I called my mom. I said, "Mom, I got to get a hotel room. This is disgusting." Yeah, yeah. and I said, "Erica, Erica, and I can't afford two, so we're going to get one room." And I said, "You know, what do you think?" She's like, "Come home now." Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my first seat back. So, so Steve, you have to understand. So it's. Gerald. Yes. Gerald. Gerald yes. Gerald. His, his father is named Gerald. Yes. The mighty and his Gerald. mother's name is Geraldine. Big Jerry, little Jerry and crazy Jerry. <laughs> so so CPAC, has yeah. it has it changed over the years? I mean, are you or, you know, is it or you does your outlook change? You know, here's the thing. We're, we're in a divided country. That's for sure. And, and I say that from from experience. You look at Florida. Florida's not a swing state anymore. Florida's red. Yeah. Ohio, red, Iowa, red. These were swing states 10 years ago. Yes. Right. All of them. Yeah. And I live in Michigan where today, as we speak, sitting here today, they're nullifying my concealed carry license. That's insane. Oh, wow. This is, yeah. Yeah. They're nullifying for all intents and purposes, 800,000 plus concealed so, carry licenses. And here, what, what, what are they doing? So, because uh, Maryland is doing Here's the same what they're thing. doing. Here's what they're doing. They're nullifying. There used to be exemptions, have always been exemptions for concealed carry. You could go to the grocery store. Yes. You could go yes. to the, you could go to the bank. You could go. No more. They, they sell liquor. In fact, you can't even be right. legally in the parking lot of a Kroger store right. because they sell liquor. That's you cannot legally lock your gun in the glove box it's, because it's, there's it's liquor not, inside the store. State wow. constitutional muster. It, 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 it's yeah. How many years is that from now? That's the problem. And then the second thing is, Gerald. Oh, he's getting yelling at you. I want you pay to pay attention, Gerald. <laughs> I'm holding class here. Would you pay attention? Yes. You might learn something. My dad would say, listen, you might learn something. You should, you should, you should quiet for you. You might learn something. Right yeah, so. yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, you might pass constitutional muster, but you have to have somebody with standing. That's what does right. that mean? Get arrested. Somebody's got to get arrested That's first. Right. And yeah. then you've got standing. Right. Yes. Can you get to the Heller decision of the Supreme Court? Yes. As long as they all stay healthy. Yeah, right. that's the, that's exactly it. And so then you so take in your, Maryland, and God forbid, by the time you get to the court, one or two justices are gone. I mean, you don't have control of, of in, you know, the presidency. This is the same thing. Uh, Senate bill number one. Yes. And what they're doing is, is that you cannot 
or they're gonna they're gonna make illegal uh, uh, concealed carry because you won't be able to carry anywhere. Yes, but yeah. I don't understand right. how how this would even. What about the Michigan uh, state uh, state Supreme Court? Let me tell you what it's it's four three left, so we're screwed. Wow. So so here's what's gonna happen. Let me tell you about the Michigan model. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict the future for you right here this. on your program. You're gonna like this a lot. So uh, two election cycles ago to drive. Left of center voters, they put marijuana on the ballot. Yes. In 2022, to drive left of center voters, they put abortion on the ballot. In 2024, bet your bottom dollar that AR-15s will be on the ballot. And Michigan's one of those states that they can put it right into the state constitution. Sure. Wow. With, with that, and and with shove that, it right down your throat. But that might drive, that, that might have a, 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 a the, the opposite impact. Well, here, let, let me just say this. 800,000 plus concealed carry pistol license holders in Michigan. I just want to ask those people in Michigan, how many of you forgot to vote in November? That's because really it just sure. wasn't a big deal. Sure. Yes. Sure. Is it a big deal today? Because you just got basically, so, oh, and one other thing, you can't be within a hundred feet of one of these mass mail-in ballot drop boxes, which are randomly along the yes. street. So if you're driving down main street in, in little town, USA, Michigan, and there's one of those things and you've got a gun on you, you're a felon. I don't see how this could. It's all going through today, 11 bills. But here's the magical thing about it. It's in response to the Oxford High School shooting in Michigan State a couple of weeks ago. Sure. 11 bills. Not one that would have had any impact on either one of those shootings because they're both handguns. Red flag laws would have made a difference. Safe. uh, Would have made a difference if the prosecutor in that case had uh, given that perpetrator uh, the the full brunt of the law. You know how much money we're spending in in Ukraine, right? Yes. $200 billion. If you took an average salary of $80,000 per public peace officer and put one police officer in every school building in America, K through 12, is about 133,000 buildings. It's $11.5 billion. Why aren't we doing that? Right. Yep. Yes. If, if schools already got one, yeah. give them another. If a school doesn't have one, give them one. That's, that's right. You know, you know where you've yes. never had mass shootings? Detroit Public Schools, they have their own police department. <laughs> Chicago, dangerous place. You ever had a public shooting, a mass shooting in Chicago yeah. schools? No. Yes, How about true. Cleveland? Right. Any of them. It's funny because I was thinking about that. Anyway, I was thinking about that yesterday as I was driving in. That you you were channeling your inner Gruber. I was I was absolutely because I was getting I was getting ready. <laughs> Gerald, getting ready. To yes. Start. Channel your inner Gruber. I, you I, might I, learn I, something. That <laughs> you know something, Gary. That should have been the title of today's show, episode fifty three. Channeling our inner Gruber. Steve, I'm sorry. I know we we, we caught you as you were as you That's were walking. Right. I, I I I I enjoy you. It. I like you guys. I do. You, I do. You both this. I missed dinner, you know, but yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so did so. Let's see, you so did Jerry. Yeah, so did Jerry. You know, so it, it's it's. I it's was a, on was at another dinner, and well, I couldn't get there. I haven't missed dinner much in my life, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I know. Yes, yes. He keeps hitting the flask. I mean, it's working with you that hard. <laughs> I, I would say so, probably without a doubt. What's your favorite drink? I like a good bourbon. You know, honestly. I've been trying to find this thing called Pappy Van Winkles. It hasn't been that easy to sure. find. Good yes. Lord. It's also, you know, bust the bank to have one. But, yeah. you know, it's like a trophy you put on the shelf, I guess. I uh, drink uh, Irish. That's what yes. I drink. Oh, uh, I like Jameson Black Label. Yeah. Well, Ooh. yeah. I, I like Tullamore Dew. So like Jerry Bush turned Hills. me on to Tullamore Dew. Oh, that's Yeah, but but that Jameson Black Label, I had it. I never had it until yeah. a couple of weeks ago. That's not that's pretty Jay, strong. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jay, Jameson himself, though, is there's something I, I 
I'd rather have. I know it makes you do unnatural things. <laughs> maybe, maybe in, uh, in Michigan. This is why I don't drink tequila. This, this is why you open flop houses with a <laughs> with a floor covered in hair. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> what happened, Jameson? Yeah, it's a long story. Where are my pants? Never mind. <laughs> well, Steve, thank you, thank you very much for joining us. I I, I can't t- can't tell you how much I enjoy you. God thanks. bless you, buddy. Carry Take on, care. always. Right. And I want a superhero. Just throw, just throw that anywhere. It's fine. <laughs> I'll teach you how to do radio. That's a microphone, oh, Jerry. Oh, you, you, Steve, you're you on that one. Yes, that I, singer. Yes, I, yes, well, you know, you know, as, as <laughs> what, what most folks most most folks don't know is that Jerry actually doesn't have whiskey in his flask. Oh, I do. Okay, I was making I was doing a bit oh, here. Oh, okay, I was trying to do a bit here, Jerry. Sorry, stepped on. So you had you a lot. What, 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 I want to hear it now. No, I was just going to say you had get you, you know essentially like uh, like Kool Aid. Like I only took two flask. sips. It's not like it's uh, having an impact on me. Sure, guys. sure. Only two. Only What's two sips. I have. Is, it, is that a beer? You know, no. I think that's one of those um, uh, energy drinks. I think it's a Ooh. bang bang energy drink. Talking about bang. So that's bad. <laughs> I went, uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing that will give you and me, they sort of they make our hearts die. explode yeah. to our chest. Oh, by the way, I went to the doctor yesterday. Okay. I went, do you I, want to I talk went, about this? So on I, the air? I went in for a physical. Yeah, I do. Because I lost five pounds since my last visit. Okay. That's pretty good. That's okay. I hope the last, of course, the last visit was 20 years ago. It's not okay. No, no. It was a, a year ago. Okay. And wait, 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 so you lost five pounds in a year. Yeah. But however, I probably, probably gained 20 and then loss again. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this is but, like this is like Biden dealing with uh, with economics. A year ago, um, my blood pressure was 170 over 110. Okay, wow, that's pretty bad. That's terrible. It was 154 over 98 yesterday. Okay, congratulations. So, I mean, yeah, so yeah. Well, Jerry, it's because you're doing your your daily multiple constitutions. Yeah, I did today. I was today. Day. You know, is is that's that why part of went, the reason why? That's why I went and got my media credentials before your show. Because yeah, before my shower. <laughs> see. <laughs> Andrew called me up. About he's, that. Like, he's like, Gerald, where are you? Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm getting my media credentials. I'm getting my media credentials. He goes, Well, come on up here. I'm like, I can't. I got I to take a shower. Mary Walter is sitting down and joining us. Mary Walter. Seriously, dude. Yes, what? What now? Seriously, another broken promise. That's all. <laughs> what I mean, you, you, you showed up. You showed up like, Oh, just talking I'm about so something. Where, where were you last night? Oh, well, I, uh, I had uh, I thought of questions. Uh, That's all I'm going to say. I had drinks with a friend. Oh, we know we were there. No, I don't think he's talking no, about us. I was talking about. <laughs> I was going to go meet you guys. Yes, you were. Right, you were. And you stayed behind. I stayed behind with. Yeah, you always said who you were drinking with. Oh, with, yeah, with Eric Hart yes. and I had a drink, yes. and it just it, it extended through the evening. Yes, it did. Right, yeah. and you blew us off. I'm just saying. Well, what what, what I time did you go home? I have, well, I went to my room at midnight. Yeah, midnight. Midnight, incidentally, yes. and poor Larry O'Connor was still down there at midnight. Yeah. And Mary and I are sitting here talking about this and going, you guys? We were eventually I showed up and you weren't there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and we're sitting there and, and, and I'm going to the Westin. Yeah. I went. Oh, you <laughs> That's where I went. Okay, yeah. yeah uh-huh. So so I didn't yes. woke up that hill. We could have pushed you. Yeah, yeah. We could have rolled you up just the down. Literally. Tell you what, uh, uh, you guys came over to where I was having dinner yes. last Wait, night. We came to you. Yes, but yes. it was fun banter. Like I had yes. fun. I had fun. Could have yes. been a show. It could have been a show. It, it could have been a show. By the way, you know, Jerry's pulled out already. But what is he pulled out? Already? His flask. Oh, dear Lord, it's. 
It's not one o'clock. Okay, can I just say that the St. Patrick's Day hat and the flask is just a little bit of of stereotyping. <laughs> um, you know, you would do never you do that. This big Irish head. Um, you talked about it several times last night. You drew my attention <laughs> to it several times. We had just met. We had just met, and he's drawing his attention to like oh. within five seconds. I knew look he was Irish. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that head. Look, the I hair. Carve up that head. That and God, the hair. Make, make a pot of soup out of that head. And the hair. We had to hear talk oh, about the hair. I got a great head of hair. By the way, he used to be an Irishman. Look at right here. It's really good right now. Oh, you're on camera? I didn't oh, even yeah, know you're on yeah, camera. You're not on camera. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm staring at myself. I didn't hear yes. makeup this morning, but, you know, it doesn't always Me last. Too. Well, you know, you, you are, as you said, genetically blessed, so you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do have a little uh, concealer on my wall. So, so Mary, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Mary does, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking to camera. Mary does two podcasts. Uh, yes. You do your you do your lifestyle podcast on Tuesdays yes. and you do your political podcast on Thursdays. Thursdays yes. Uh, so I knew about your political podcast. I didn't know about the lifestyle one, which, which I'm going to listen to. Which is my old radio show. Well, uh, tonight, someone was going to be on with me tonight and then canceled for a better deal. <laughs> so neither one of you is. That would be me. Neither, neither to one me. of you is highly reliable. How the heck you guys get out of go, get going in the same directions beyond me? Haven't. Because we've known each other for well, too why long. Can't you do, why can't you do our show? Because I'm going to dinner with you and our friends. See? Uh, yes. I mean, yes. I might, he doesn't know this yet. I might cancel him. Yeah. Cancel and come on I my might, podcast. That would be funny. Come on. Yeah, sure. You, you should, yeah. Is it on my lap? You should, you should cancel. You should cancel and come on my podcast tonight. That'd be that so funny. Be. Where are you going to do it from here? Yeah, here. Or if nobody shows up, I'll do it from my room by myself in my pajamas. That's it. So on WBAL, I did, um, I did about a year, uh, uh, two to six. And it was during COVID and we were uh, broadcasting from home. Yes. And I would be at football practice. I coached uh, varsity football and I'd come home and take a quick shower uh, after practice because it was uh, we were doing uh, morning practices and I put up, I put my pajamas on or, you know, like comfy sweats. Yeah. Yes. And I'd sit and do four hours radio in my sweatpants. I loved it. Well, that meant, uh, yeah. Well, a lot of <laughs> image, Gary. What he said without saying is, "Thank you for the image." I will not be able to get that out of my head. Well, you know, on the upside, it's I don't care. It's, it's okay. It's the whole dating thing because we already, I already tried covering that with him. I agree. What are you talking about? I don't dates. Yes, date my wife. Yes, I. Have, I, 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 I you did your wife. Where are we I going with this? My wife. Oh, I date oh, my wife. I would never I say that. My, I thought what you said. Oh my goodness! I'm so Erica, sorry. I apologize. Talking about dating your wife last night, though. We were talking about that. Wife. Wife. Friday nights we go yeah. to range yeah. and we go Absolutely. shooting on Friday nights. But what but. I told Erica was was that um, part of like uh, our church did a uh, did a uh, twenty one day fast in January. Oh, and and you know uh, so you know you could do a full fast or you could fast a meal. But I decided that when I told Erica, I said I think we should as part of the fast be live more purposeful. And I said you and I uh, should spend more time together. Like, I love that. Like, just t- like and, and for us sometimes a date means. Uh, like literally going to McDonald's and getting a chick, uh, getting a, a, a fish fillet. During Lent, Friday's during Lent. I'm I'm very blessed, Eric. I love that. I love that. So, okay, I'm getting, I know you have somebody else. Oh no, real quick, because you and I talked about Uh-oh. this a little bit last night. Real quick. The, the, yeah. Tell <laughs> the story last I night. Told, <laughs> Jerry, I told the WBAL story. <laughs> 
we're freezing. We're standing God. outside freezing. Some people didn't have coats and freezing goosebumps. And, I and he's keep like, going. I keep 30 going. Seconds. 30 seconds. 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 All right. He's so because I think I asked you this he's last so night. Thank God he's cute. The concept. Thank you. The concept of couples dating. Yes. Yes. Oh. So, yes. So you're a weirdo. Hey, Jerry finds it weird that, that my wife and I go out with other couples. I don't want to go. I don't want to go dating. It's dating. You make it sound like like something I'm going to see on TLC, right? Yes. He's yeah, don't call it that. That's weird. The calling it that right. is weird. Calling yes. it that is weird, but the act of going out with another couple is not weird. We don't have friends for dinner. Like, yeah. See, Jeremy, for Jeremy, it's the action. Regardless of what you call it, the act of going out with another Did couple. Did you ever think that maybe there aren't other couples that will go out with him? I, yes. Yeah, I mean, maybe that, 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 that has crossed my mind. That making him feel no. bad. And I will go over someone's house and have dinner there. Yeah, but that's like a long thing then. Right, like if you're just meeting up with for dinner, exactly. it's dinner, dessert, who you're out. Who pays the bill? You what do you mean? Bill. You split the bill. I don't like to split bills. No, no, you say I refuse okay, to split a bill. Uh, this is on our bill, and that's on their bill. I no, would. Oh, you really break it down? Not necessarily. No, no. Frankly, see, fifty people love a Yeah. See, the thing is, here's the real reason why I don't like couple dating, like you do, you pineapple. Is because oh, dating. can we call him? Step away from a thruple. Let me make a long story short. Uh, see, that's his line. I I don't, he breaks all his promises. He's broken all of his promises to me. I don't like splitting the bill. So whenever I go out with people, I you always pay the bill. To pay the bill. It's very expensive. I won't do it anymore. Oh. I don't mean to be rude, but I have a hit. I gotta go. I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for joining us. There you go. Who's buying dinner tonight? No one's buying for dinner tonight. Who's for my dinner tonight? I don't have a free dinner tonight. Who's paying for my dinner? Talk to the banger. All right. I can't. I would invite you to the dinner, but I can't invite you to my dinner tonight. That's We'll figure it out. If I drop out, I'll let you know. All right. Thank you so much. Very God bless you. Thank you. Unless one of you breaks a promise. I'm sorry, James. I got to. We got to let Charlie sit down. That's all right. Charlie. Charlie, Charlie Sour. Sour, come and join the show. with joy. I don't know why they call him Sour. I don't get it. <laughs> and you you got to have the, the family name is the opposite. Are you aware of Charlie's sort of personal history and why he is interested in intellectual property? Are you aware well, that Charlie Sour's mother is an inventor? Well, I, I thought he was an astronaut. <laughs> yes, that's true too. I did know that. You told me, but real quick, tell our audience who Charlie, Charlie is. Sauer is with is the the founder of the Market Institute. Yep. Yes, uh, very interested in all kinds of issues. I I had him on the the lunch hour podcast to talk about intellectual property issues and learn that you love to tinker. I love to build, tinker. Building a better mousetrap. Jolly tinker he is. Yeah, jolly tinker he is. And and that you and that your mother was an inventor. Tell him because no people have not You can go on uh, uh, speaking. We believe in in, in you intellectual property on, on here on the on the Langer Rogers. What's that for show? Andrew and Jerry, Jerry saved the world. world. Which if we had the people <laughs> behind us, it would be as simple as that. Um, talk, tell tell us all a little bit. Tell Jerry a little bit about that because it is a fascinating story. Well. It started off, my mom's a single mom and that's hard for people, right? And so she was sitting on the couch trying to figure out how she was going to pay for my sports and pay for the shoes that I sure, wanted. Sure, sure, yeah. And she's like, you know what? I just need to come up with that one great idea. And uh, she's like, somebody came up with a pet rock. I can come up with an idea. Right. And uh, she it turns out that I was a baseball player. I was a football player. She was also a photographer for the Kansas City Royals at the time. No kidding. And so she came up with this idea because Bo Jackson was the popular player. Instagram. 
She did not no. come up with Instagram. This was the next best Ex- thing, though. Jerry, on the exchange a Exchange a gram. Exchange gram. Was that it? On the web. On the line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was, it was called the bow ball. So it was a baseball football. So shape of a shape of a football, but it had baseball stitching on the corners Very filled cool. with beanbag stuff. It was awesome. My friends and I played with it all the time. Everybody in Leewood, Kansas knew what they were. did what then? So she, I, I have ideas every day. Yes. <laughs> question: What do I do? Well, you know, that's uh, what is it? Is it the Black Queen that has uh, six six ideas that are unuseful before anybody else wakes up? Yeah. So uh, this was an idea, and the idea is you, if you have an idea, if you have that invention, the problem is, is you actually have to go execute. So she actually uh, went and she called it the Bow Ball. Yes. And uh, that trademark ended up failing, but it ended up being called the all ball. And she was able to get it onto Walmart shelves. Now there's things that happen in the background, the all ball. but it was awesome. awesome. It was called anything's possible. They actually teach her case in law schools now really? though. That's she, uh, she made a million dollars. Everybody knew she did not. She was one of those people that made, she made enough to buy a, a, a uniform she, and spikes. She, she was able to continue providing me food and com- continue providing me sustenance. But then when I came on to Capitol Hill is when I saw what the problems were that she was actually facing. Ah, uh, this is great. And yeah. that's the See? fact that the the big companies uh, have lobbyists in DC all the time. And when you have intellectual property, that's a cost of them doing business. So they are attempting sure. to make the laws harder and harder to get a patent, harder to get a copyright, harder to defend that patent. Sure. And so it, it's fun that I grew up with a single mom that was just trying to to produce right. or care for me. And now I get to fight these issues on Capitol Hill. And for me, it's fun. It's fighting cronyism at it at its kind of worst. All right. The next thing I want you to talk about real quick is the bucket example. And tell Jerry about the bucket, the bucket with the the the, the money in the bucket. So the I, money in the bucket. It's it, he, he will he, Charlie explains it because <laughs> it's it's his thing. I, I you know anyway, go ahead. So a lot of people don't understand the patent system. So even when I I give that example of the, oh, the patent system's getting harder for my mom, a lot of people don't understand it, but it's about incentives. And so I did an experiment uh, a couple of months ago where I took two buckets out and you can play along with this experiment in your head, but I put a $5 bucket right at the people's feet. And then I went out another 10 feet and I put down another $5 bucket. Where, like outside and, somewhere? Yeah, I was outside of a like, bar in Burke, Virginia. So just just, I, just showing up and putting down $5. It's bar shenanigans, Jerry. Something you should be very familiar with. All no, right. I had money in my pocket. I was handing out cash to people. And I handed them a, a ping pong ball. And I said, all right, you can choose which bucket you want to throw it into. So you have a bucket at your feet that's $5. One that's 10 feet out, it's $5. Which bucket do you throw it into? You throw it in the one at your feet. You put it at the one in your feet right. because there's no benefit to take the risk of throwing the sure. into the far $5 bucket. I will say there is a 10th dentist. So there was one person that actually did try to take the risk. But for the next experiment, I put a $5 bucket at people's feet and I put a $10 bucket further out. At that point, about 70 to 80% of the people took the risk. All right. And that's what a patent does for our system. It gives you that incentive to actually take a risk. Sure. Yes. Look at that there. And then didn't you, you didn't you do one with a hundred dollar bucket, or was that am I just sort of making that up in my no, mind? Well, we we talked about it, and it was what would happen if I put a hundred dollar bucket out there. And it's the fact that if I put a hundred dollar or a thousand dollar, almost everybody then is going to take the risk. But I think we basically showed what the patent system is. Jerry just said he has ideas all the time, but he hasn't taken that risk. No. The thing is, is a lot of people don't take the risk. So I thought about sixty percent was a good number. I have an idea for an app. Okay. 
It's an exchange. You, 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 it's an exchange. You, you, no, I'm serious about this. You you do this, uh, you know, Charlie or James or whomever. I'm in. And it tells you exactly where to strike that person. <laughs> Knock them out with one punch. I've, I've, they've done and that. You call it. Don't take off your the don't take off your jacket app. He's not listening <laughs> to me. Jerry is completely I, enthralled by somebody who's walking by. I, because it's totally uh, distracted. No, because because a guy tried it's, to get a picture and 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 he was shoved away. <laughs> they, they, he needs that app. Look, the, the, don't I, take off your jacket. I app. thought it was going to be a a, a, a fist, fist an altercation. Up. I have the bad seat here. I have to look at you two yahoos. Yes, but this is CPAC is the best people watching. It is in town. Well, that was uh, the former Fox News uh, and current uh, Don Junior. Uh, oh, Kimberly Guilford. Yeah, that's and a, a guy came over trying to take a picture, and someone pushed him away. Oh, I see. And then it, it looked for a brief second there was going to be a fight. Oh, that would listen. That, listen, right in front that of would here. be awesome, man. If that yeah, happened, James would have. Would have got run over, and James would have turned the camera around, and we would have this would have gotten uh, all of a sudden film on stand up. Hey, all of a sudden turns to I would have leave my flask behind. It was all you know. It's it's a whole it's a whole like, thing. You don't you don't leave the flask behind. The other day, uh, I couldn't sleep, yeah. so I went downstairs. It was hot upstairs in my house. I went downstairs, and I decided to lay on the couch. It was cool, and I and I put the ceiling fan on. And around four in the morning, I get a sense someone's in the house. And I see in the kitchen this shadowy figure. And I know it's not my daughter's. And I'm like, oh, did someone break? Do I have to get <laughs> and beat this guy up? Like in my head, like I'm not worried about beating them up. Of course, yes. But I'm like, I had to get up. Well, and I said, I said to whoever it was, I said, who's that? Like angry voice, like loud. And it was Liam. <laughs> but he was son. But Liam is eight. He looked yes. small. Yeah. And I said, you don't know how lucky you are. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost had to get up. Yeah, yeah I did. Yes. You're not going to live to be nine years old. And you to keep doing those things. On these occasions when I have gotten into a little bit of a of a of a, a celebratory a, mood. Yeah. Or when I get, you know, you know, like like when I was younger. If someone in a bar like, you know, you're in a bar and you're having a good time and some yucks bumps into you. I usually say, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, of course. But every so often you get a yacht that goes, oh, you want to fight? Yeah. Oh. And my response is always yes. <laughs> always. Yes. And 99% of the time, they walk away. All right. 99% but, of the time. But that, so 99 times out of 100, but there's always that one. Always that one. one. And my yes. thought was always, oh, fuck. I, I got to get up and hit this guy this. Now. I'm sorry, Geraldine. <laughs> you know, and also, when you hit somebody, it's not just about hitting them. You gotta, you gotta prepare for an exit. I'm gonna bring this yes. back to incentives because yep. you and I are built the same. And I, I had a theory. By the time I got out of college, I would walk through a crowd with my football buddies and my baseball buddies, and I was always the person that would get hit by that guy. Yes, and it's because, and I'm always I'm, apologetic, even if they. I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Ooh, I'm like. Like, I, I could be an MMA fighter and you go, well, they, they, they picked on us for, for one reason. So we were shorter than they were, but we also weren't the little string beans. So I think it's the, I think it's the incentive that they had. They thought they could possibly take you and, and no, beat that guy. The risk ones. Like why ask me? Like, yeah. well, are you an idiot? No, let's oh, go. Yes. Oh, listen, the, which gets into why I call the app. Don't take off your jacket <laughs> because Jerry tells a great story. My brother, Timothy, and I are in a uh, Wells Fargo bank 
on uh, K Street. On K Street, right across from Morton's. You I know the story. You know each other. Yeah, well. so let's see you know. Oh, so, afternoon, and, and, and my brother and I, um, we're affectionate. I, you know, my, 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 Irish people are affectionate. Yes. And I must, I, I, I think he walked in, and I was like, oh, Tim, and I gave him a hug, and I gave him a kiss on the cheek. I'm like, oh, man. And this guy behind me, a uh, couple of fags, pardon that, pardon that. Yes, word. of course. But that's what he said. Yeah. I don't care. But I said to him, I said, you know what? If you're going to, if you're going to comment and you think it's funny and you, you, you want to impress this woman you're with, at least say it low. So I don't, I don't hear you. I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Now I, I, I have to respond somehow. Yeah. And I said, I said to him, I said, that's a bad word. You shouldn't use that word. And I said, shame on you. And I looked at her. I said, shame on you for being with this guy. <laughs> and, yep. and he and he goes, oh, you want to go or whatever he said. I was like, yeah, yes, I do. Yes. And he, he, he proceeds to take his jacket. Start to take his jacket off. Start to take his jacket off. Uh, take his jacket off. So I, I grabbed him with my left hand because I like to hit with my right. And I grabbed his jacket and made like a, a like a knot. I'm like, now what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. I said, you, you can't. I said, what are you taking your jacket off for? Yes. And I slapped him a couple times. And I said, I could destroy you right now. I could literally knock you out and leave the you. Moral is never try to take off. Then, the but, then, but then I was I, too much time. Too, too much time. Right. And I You're said, monologuing. and I said, you already, you already think I'm that that you know you think I'm that way. I said, you know what I could do to you? Knock uh, you out, pull your pants down. Uh, you like that? <laughs> right here, there's right cameras. Well, right here, Wells Fargo. I like the Burt Kreischer aspect of that. Going after. Moving the argument to the lady that's with him. Oh, yeah, I love that. that. That's the that's that's Irish. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Is this the New Jersey Turnpike story? No, I love that story. story. I won't tell All that right. story. That was okay. bad. That was wrong. Wait, if this is a good story, I got a bad story. Let me tell the bad story All so right. you can we'll finish so, on a high note. I only got in one fight all the way through college, even after those people coming really? in. I got and the one fight me. today. But <laughs> I'm joking. The, uh, my roommate got in the fight and he said, all right, it's go time. And so I was like, all right. And went, went behind him and we got out to the parking lot and uh, he went to go hit the guy. So I just grabbed the guy in front of me and hit him. And then they never, the, my friend, uh, the roommate never ended up getting in a fight. So I just, oh, man. I just held my guy and I go, I'm sorry, man. I thought they were going to fight. <laughs> and he just looked at me like demoralized that I chose to start the fight in the fight. There and you we were go. Just walk away. Bravo. All right. Good story. Well, I had a good story. I forgot. I, all right. Nobody well, let's hold off on this. So, we got we feel comfortable. stories here. I, that's all right. Okay. Real quick. So my, my, oh. <laughs> 30 seconds. So my sister was University of Scranton, called my mom one evening and said that some uh, some young man some roughs. Uh, uh, was inappropriate with her. So my mother calls me. Yeah. I'm like, Mom, what do you want me to do with this information? I said, I said, I'll, I'm going to go to Scranton. So I called my brother in law, David. He's I'm not going with you. You're going to kill somebody. I said, thanks, David. You're that, David's I'm, no longer part of the. And justice I, just, league. I, I, I said, I'm writing your name down. I'm crossing line right I've through done it. that. And uh, and so uh, uh, I called my father. He had just had carotid artery surgery. surgery. OK, so both his, his stitches up like Frankenstein. And I said, Pop, we're going right. So I go over my I lived in the same town. with My parents, I get in my uh, Jeep Cherokee. I tell my wife, you're not stopping me. <laughs> and uh, and I and I took some tools and uh, and put them in the Jeep. And she's like, Jerry, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, Colleen's in trouble. So I pick my dad up and my mother comes in our house coat. What are you doing? Jesus wouldn't do this. I'm coming too. So my father gets in the back seat. My mother gets in the front seat. In her house. In her house. And she has all Jesus tapes. This is uh, back in uh, 90, whatever. 
and she has all the praise tapes and Jesus this, Jesus that. And we're driving to three hours and I'm not saying anything. I'm li- you know, just listening. And, to the and we're approaching Scranton. And my mother says to my father, Jerry, my dad's name is Jerry. What would Jesus do? My father just sit there. Geraldine, he'd kill him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we get right. there. We go to her. We go to her house. She was living uh, in, a, in, a, in like a sorority house type thing. And uh, she was sleeping. And I said to one of her girls, it was like four in the morning now. Yes, one of her, or it was maybe a little, maybe five in the morning. I said, to, who's the guy? Oh, it was uh, Charlie Sauer. It wasn't Charlie Sauer, but it's, it's, he lives next door. <laughs> I'm like, he lives next door. So I'm like, oh, come on, dad. I give my father a baseball bat. And I said, look, I said, you're, you're sick. I said, just stand in the corner. And if someone else comes after me, just pop. Yeah. Don't let me get hit from behind. Yeah. I said, if there's two or three guys, I'll be fine. But not from behind. So th- 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 yeah. that's your job. All right, kid. <laughs> and uh, and so we go in and I walk into the house and the guy's on the couch. And I said, hey, we go. where's so and so? He's upstairs. My father and I go upstairs. First of all, why that guy told me <laughs> so, knew that, that guy was a scumbag. So we, I opened the door. There was three bedrooms. Open the door. I, I didn't know which bedroom it was. Yeah. And I said, hey, is so-and-so here? And the guy in the bed across says, yeah, that's him right there. <laughs> right? So I, I, I grabbed him. Number one rule. I, I grabbed him. Telling the story I, I on grabbed the him by his head, by his hair. Oh, my God. Grabbed this is all out, fiction, by the way. This is all nothing. And I kicked him down the stairs. Right? <laughs> And Allegedly. no one does nothing. There's good English there. Yes. And no so then I nothing. took him out to the porch. There's guys you can hit. Guys you can't hit. Stairs. <laughs> By this time, my sister comes running. That's the wrong guy. <laughs> he walked me home. Oh so, my and, god! Put hands on him. But here's the here's the point of the story. I picked him up. Brushed them off. I said, go put a pair of jeans on and a shirt. We'll take you out for breakfast. There you go. <laughs> we threw you down the stairs. Now we're going to take and you I took to him for breakfast. Charlie Sauer. Yeah, no. Thank you so very much for joining us. Then Appreciate I'm it, man. God bless, Charlie. Thanks. Phil. Doctor, Doctor Phil Kirpin. Doctor, Doctor. How doing, guys? We're the, doing great. Committed to unleash prosperity. American how you met look in this? this, this and commitment to seniors. I mean, the best team you can get for $400 million, I guess. Wow. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we um, were talking to Julio Rivera about the Mets last night. In fact, we had a, a bit of Julio a Julio Rivera. Yes. Reactionary. Do times. I know Julio? Yes, you do. You've met him before. Who is he? He's I guess. Reactionary times. The other reaction. Oh, times. Okay, the, the question is, the question is, how many starts can you get from two 40 year old aces? <laughs> you know? Well, that's the. It's that's, only that's money. The unknown. That's they give the you, unknown. they give you, they give you 20 starts, 22. You're in good shape. Yeah. I mean, look, um, Verlander was the Cy Young last year. It's I know. Incredible. Was he 41? I think he's 40 now. So he was 39 wow, last wow. year. But I mean, yeah, he was the Cy Young. But people are like, oh, he's old. Well, I mean, he was the Cy Young last year. <laughs> All right. So listen, moving on from baseball, because we are here at CPAC. For those of you who don't know those headphones, I don't plug I, those in. Uh, Sorry. I have one more baseball question. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's fine. What do you think of the pitch clock? Uh, I don't love it. Yeah, or I hate it. I, I think base, one of the great things about I'll baseball is that there is no clock, yes. right? You know, it's the uh, right. sort of the pastoral uh, afternoon in the park kind yes. of uh, and atmosphere again, and environment. I, but when you were a kid, you went to Shea Stadium. I, you know, I went to Yankee Stadium. I didn't want it to end. Right. Like, I didn't want I wasn't there like, hey, dad, it's we've been here for two and a half hours. Right. If you're Should watching, go? if you're watching your watch while you're watching baseball, you, you shouldn't be. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to get there early. I wanted to stay after to see the ball players go to the parking lot. 
I, I always to, went. You know, I always went like insanely early when I was a kid. Yeah. I like to go like three, four hours early because sure. in batting practice, there's almost no competition for the foul balls. Right. So you can almost always get sure. one in the game. Your chances are very slim. Right. But if you go for the batting practice, you know, and when you're a kid, a baseball is like, you know, it's like goal. You know, yeah, it's 100%. like the thing. So I have, I have a, I have a, a baseball that Ricky Henderson hit. Very nice. Yeah, when he was a Yankee. I still have it. I, I it's actually, on, it's on a shelf in my. In my, my uh, it's not signed. My no, daughter. We need to get that signed. Just, just just this past season, my my daughter actually got balls two nights in a row. Uh, wow. During wow. during the game, both times one was. One, they were actually both tossed, not hit directly, okay. but still, still cool. but still. Uh, and they they were both uh, Robinson Cano balls, one that he tossed and one that he hit as a foul okay. ball. Amazing. Uh, so unfortunately, because of his uh, drug use and cheating and so forth, they won't be a Hall of Famer. Sure. But she did get two balls from a notable player. Anyway. A notable, notable yeah. player. Phil, I was talking with uh, some of the folks who are doing uh, a promotion for the work that you're doing. You have a panel today at four o'clock with Steve Moore. Oh, this is Thursday. They actually moved it to three thirty, so I'm hoping Steve will be here in time. Okay, well, you know, listen, <laughs> you, you always have me. Yeah, uh, yeah, because because I can I can, I can self, play that part. Self promote. Yes. So, but but it's commitment to seniors, which is under the yeah. American Commitment brand. Talk about uh, talk about what you're up to. Yeah, you know, we've been doing this project for a few years now, but uh, this year it's getting a lot more attention than it has in the past, which I always welcome. Uh, but basically what we're trying to do is shine a spotlight on the way that AARP operates as sort of an advocacy and marketing arm of United Health and of the health insurance industry more broadly. And because AARP isn't actually, as you and I have talked about, isn't it really an organization? It's it's a brand. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and, and in fact, you know, they 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 no longer disclose the exact amount that they get from United Health specifically. They used to until about five years ago. Interesting. But they make about a billion dollars a year in corporate royalties. Holy cow. And we think that about 80% of that is from United Health. So they have some other deals with auto insurance and life insurance, other so products. They, they sell but Medicare Advantage. They sell Medicare Advantage, Medicare Part D, and Medigap. Medigap is the sure. biggest of the three. Okay. Uh, and the way that they've got this deal structured, uh, they charge United Health a what they call a royalty yes. of 4.95% of premiums every month forever in all of those branded United Health plans. That's wild. And because they call it a royalty for the use of their intellectual property, as opposed to a commission, sure. they don't have to be a registered insurance salesman or agent. They don't have to oh, follow wow. any state regulations or rules or so forth. And the only disclosure that's carried on you know, the United Health websites for these products is it says, you know, AARP has paid a royalty that goes to their general operating. Sure. Right. So they don't, doesn't, they don't have that. They don't have the percentage. And yes. they don't say that it comes out of every premium forever. They just, so I think most people think it's a one-time fee or it's, a, it's a, they don't realize that they're getting skimmed every, every month forever to the tune of literally like billions it. of dollars. And, you know, I have, uh, you know, the president's been going after junk fees. This is the one junk fee sure. that Democrats sure. have. Yes, well, of course. Because ARP spends a huge amount of money on politics. And it's almost all for Democrats. That's so they did during the I in during the so-called Inflation Reduction Act debate last year. Sure. There were 71 members of Congress, House and Senate that they did their full panoply of support with advertising and press conferences and events and all of that. And it was probably worth, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for each one of those members. Sure. The the equivalent of a political intervention. But they do it as a nonprofit. So they don't yeah. say vote for sure. it, but they say, you know, is the great, wonderful hero of seniors and all this kind Call of them and thank them. They did it for yeah, 71 right. members of Congress. 70 of them were Democrats. Oh, wow. The one Republican was Mike Crapo. Yes. Uh, so what we're talking you know, about, yeah. essentially, you've got a fusion of 
the largest for-profit health insurance company in America with a nonprofit insurer. And I don't, we're trying to get clarity on this, but I don't think that that 5% ever gets taxed. I think it gets paid into a trust and then into the nonprofit. So it's a little bit of a tax shelter as well. And then the money overwhelmingly benefits Democrats. So we're trying to get Republicans on the Hill to sort of like look more at this, figure out if this is actually legal. I know it's not ethical. And, you know, if they ought to at least strengthen the disclosure so seniors know they're getting 4.95% of their premiums. I mean, this is the junk fee. The president says get rid of junk fees. On on its head, imagine if the Heritage Foundation, someone was using the Heritage Foundation IP and they were getting paid royalties of eighty billion dollars, right? Eighty billion dollars is the number you. you, you eight hundred. Oh, eight hundred. I'm sorry. Eight hundred million. Eight hundred billion. So almost a trillion dollars. No, no, eight hundred million. Eight hundred million, million a, so year, a year. A year. I, over the you know over the last ten years, yes. it's something. It's something like seven and a half or eight billion dollars, which you know is in yes. the context of a government budget might yes. not sound like much these well, days. In terms of, in the, of the private sector, it doesn't sound like a huge sum, but in the context of nonprofits, it makes them like ten times bigger than anyone. Any, else. Anything else? Anything so, else? Here's a yes. question for you. So, I mean, I'm interested in Medicare Advantage, and I know that the Biden administration is coming after uh, Part C Medicare Advantage, uh, and I'm surprised that. AARP has not done anything to push back. Well, I think the reason they haven't done anything to push back is even though their Medicare Advantage business is growing, yeah, Medigap is still their cash cow. All right, and so I think that their their analysis, so that. their analysis is probably that they can win either way. But you know, on the whole, more people in fee for service is good for them because they, are, they have dominant market share in sure, Medigap. I get it. I get it. All right, well, would be my guess. But look, everything they do. Just happens to line up with the corporate interests of United Health, which you know from which they derive revenues that are about triple their total membership groups. That's wow. amazing. And by the way, they've been sued. There was a big federal lawsuit well, you on this issue. Sent off at your at the gas station right. or whatever. <laughs> there was a big federal lawsuit. They tried to get a class action certified. It ended up being dismissed. Uh, but there was a number of ARP members that basically said, "Look, they're ripping us off. They have a duty to us as members. They shouldn't be charging this fee. They should be using it to." you know, reduce our premiums or, you know, and and uh, the way that ARP got this lawsuit dismissed, it's called Krukas versus ARP, K-R-U-K-A-S, if anyone wants to get it looked up. But it was dismissed in 2021, basically, because ARP wrote in their brief, we have no relationship of trust with our membership. It is a normal business relationship. And uh, they said that our fiduciary obligation is not to the seniors who are members of AARP, but to AARP itself. And therefore, if we maximize our revenue, that is consistent with our fiduciary so obligation. And the judge agreed well. and dismissed wow. the case. Yeah, but this is apparently not, well, not had implications for their tax status. That's amazing. The uh, left does everything better than we do, than the right, right. everything. But I think this is why we keep losing these big health debates, because right. they can come in and, you know, they made they made the number one issue in the country last year on health care. Yeah. Prescription drug price, right. right? Which nobody thought was the top issue, right? If you, including if you look at AARP's own poll. But, but here, here's uh, a but they made I, it I, the big I thing. Have an inside, inside, inside baseball question about AARP and the in, in Inflation Reduction Act. We we, we see what's happening. Uh, this isn't negotiation. What they're doing is the HHS secretary sets the price for whatever drugs he chooses. No negotiation sets the price. Uh, companies, especially companies uh, that were uh, uh, in in uh, in the business of rare diseases and this sort of thing, uh, stopped uh, research, stopped literally shut down labs. We know this is going to hurt uh, innovation. It's going to hurt seniors. 
How does AARP get away with doing with, this? With doing it, and, and my thing is, why why are they doing it? Well, I think that I think that they've made the determination, along with their corporate partner and principal funder, uh, that it's good for United Health and for its captive PBM OptumRx to. Uh, not have as many innovative drugs because those are going to be expensive drugs and those are big expensive claims for their plans to pay out. And so what, while seniors, I think would benefit from that innovation, I think the business perspective of the health insurers is, you know, even if we end up having some more hospitalization later on or something like that, because drugs are, you know, drugs used to be when drugs were all small molecule, right? Even the most expensive drugs were so much cheaper than the hospitalizations sure, right, and the right. procedures that they would avoid that right. the insurers were totally in favor of it. It was a win for them. Now, I think the economics of it have changed somewhat because the nature of biological drugs sure. is they're living organisms. They're difficult to produce. There's a, uh, the, the development pipeline is much more challenging. Uh, the drugs are still definitely worth it from a value standpoint, which is why they can command those prices. But I think the insurance industry and the PBMs as well have sort of figured out that maybe it's not great for their business to have as many sure. of these innovative biotech drugs. And I think that no, you're, that's the, you're, you're right. I think that's why they're now okay with price controls. I think it is. And, and the, remember the other aspects of that bill were unambiguously beneficial for United health. Sure. So you, they got, you know, they, they also got in that bill, uh, they got a permanent ban on the Trump rebate rule. Yeah. And I'm not sure where you were on that. I know there's some disagreement among conservatives, but regardless of where you were on that rule, if you're a seniors group, sure, you ought to have wanted discounts to be passed on to seniors at the point of sale. And of right. course, that's never going to happen now. So what's that's that's, with PBMs? It's a big issue. Well, they're very much in the crosshairs right now. Of, uh, Congress the investigations. are the uh, are the middlemen, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm. I'm not a big fan of, say, the the uh, the Senate bill that's been introduced, which is a bipartisan bill and Grassley signed sure. on to it. Because yeah, yeah. To me, that's a price control. You know, it's like we're going to answer all these bad price controls by controlling Got another it. aspect of the Got market. It. It's sure, not really the approach that I would have. But, you know, they they uh, they titled the bill Transparency and then it actually has price <laughs> control, which it's like, OK, but, <laughs> yes. but you know, I, I think that some transparency would be beneficial yeah. for people to have more insight into the way that works. And to me, the the fact that the fact that ARP is kind of in the pocket of the largest uh, for-profit insurance company, which also owns one of the largest PBMs, is something that needs a lot of transparency because I think that affects their advocacy work and has a lot of implications for the way all of these healthcare debates have gone down. And so, you know, I think there's uh, there's something messed up in the way we've structured our drug markets when one of the ways that you've got sort of this unregulated kind of middle sector between right. the regulated insurance companies and the plans, which are heavily regulated. And that unregulated sector is, is sort of these PBMs. But the way they've discovered that they can save money is restrictive formulas, yeah. right? So they're yeah. saving right. money by limiting choice and limiting the availability. And, and of if, and if you're, which is, by the way, what we all predicted was going to happen. Right. Right? Well, so, yeah. you know, what we, but, but in a normal functioning market, that's the opposite of what you get, right? Right. right. You don't get, Grocery markets that do exclusive deals to exclude a bunch of choices. Right, absolutely, hundred percent. Chips right. ahoy! You see, you see the opposite. Yes. The way you reduce prices, right. you increase choices. Right. You increase competition. 100%. So we've got this pretty weird phenomenon where this is the this is exactly what Bernie Sanders wanted. You've got this pretty weird phenomenon where the way the the one way they figured out that they're actually allowed. Uh, that can reduce prices by doing these exclusive deals, restricting things yeah. from formulas. Right. And in fact, often what they've done is they've forced people to buy brand drugs. 
Yes. Uh, as opposed to generics. generics so sure. you're paying more, but somehow they make more money because they've done an exclusive That's deal right. that has a kickback or a rebate, which doesn't so, get passed on. Okay, so it's, it's, it's a very strange arrangement. I don't think it would happen the way it did if we had a free market. So, but I don't think the solution is to price control right. them. So I, but, I, so, so here's I think shining a spotlight is good, but I haven't, I don't necessarily like the bills that have been introduced. Right, yet sure. Far. Real quick. Really? We're here at CPAC. There's a lot of pushback against what's happening in the culture, what's happening in politics. When will Republicans specifically, maybe conservatives more broadly, uh, realize that big corporations aren't our friends? And a lot of the problems, even in the healthcare market, is because big pharma does bad things. And, and you know who I am. I yeah. I support pharma and but big insurance. Oh, yeah, we big know who you are, Jerry. Pharma. Right, right. So my, my, my point is, is that big corporations are part of the even diversity, equity, inclusion yeah. mandates. It's big corporate, big yeah. corporations doing this. I think uh, I think pharma in particular is in a much worse political situation than they even appreciate because conservatives now hate them over yes, the COVID stuff. That's right. And liberals will always hate them because they hate anyone who makes money, especially off. How dare you make money off saving lives? That's so distasteful, even though the alternative is not saving yes, lives. That's right. Uh, you know, so I, I think <laughs> they're in a bad situation. But look, I think that corporate America has um, really bought into the woke agenda. Uh, and, you know, yeah. you're now seeing a sea change. You know, the, the fact that the governor of Florida now has huge applause lines about, you know, sticking it to Disney <laughs> um, is a huge change in the way sort of the right has related to to corporate America. And the challenge I think we have as free market activists is, you know, how do you challenge that against the bad corporate practices in a market sense and against the special giveaways and the subsidies and so forth in a sure. you know a government policy sense, but not fall prey to supporting you know, bad government policies right. that intrude in the right. market. And uh, make, but I tell you, you know, you know uh, in, 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 in my other job uh, working at, uh, you know, at what other a, what other job is that, uh, Jerry? You know, Rupler policy, Rupler health. I talk to members and staff yeah. and uh, and they want to stick it yeah. like there's a right there. Well, the new chairman of Ways be, and Means, Jason Smith, says they don't that we don't want to do anything. That helps corporate America. We're yeah. getting cutting the corporate rate again, and they're not. That's not our focus. But I, I remember years ago talking to a lobbyist well, at Pharma, and she said, "Where? What else are they going to do? They have to. So we're we're going to do these eight bad things and these three good things. But because of three good things, the GOP likes so much, they'll forgive us to eight bad things. I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't think like on importation. Yeah, I think that there was once a solid bipartisan. We're not going to let this happen. I think that's gone. I agree with that. I think um, importation. Well, DeSantis supports it. Yes. So if he becomes the nominee. Right. So, I mean, it gets in. It's just shift gears a little bit, Phil, because I had a conversation yesterday with uh, a professor of international relations, sort of talking about what's going on in Ukraine. I know that's not your, your core issue, but one of the things I was talking about was this choice, right, which is this idea of because I'm uncomfortable. I'm, a, I'm as a hawk of, about Russia as, as you can get, um, but I, I, I get a little uncomfortable that we're propping up you know, the, the Ukrainian economy with U.S. dollars and, and then positive this idea of. But if if the if the Biden administration came to Republicans in Congress in order to get their support for this and said, I'm going to turn on the spigot, I'm going to I'm going to flood the market with American oil. We're going to build refineries because we're going to bottom out the global price of petroleum. I wonder if there wouldn't be still a block of Republicans who wouldn't go along with this 
because they don't want to hand Biden the win, even though it's it's exactly what we'll. I also think that the Biden well, administration will I, never I do think this. The Republicans have been very supportive of uh, Ukraine aid. Uh, I think even to a political fault for a lot of them, okay. because I think the uh, the base thinks that we're spending way too much and a lot of it's being stolen. But I think that most Republicans, certainly in the Senate, at least with maybe one or two exceptions, have sort of taken the geostrategic view that this makes sense. And, you know, we're going to do it. So on this issue of of if the Biden administration came to the folks yeah. who were skeptical, even in the base and said, hey, I'm going to turn on the spigot because we want to yeah. destroy the Russian economy. There would be a I think that not the, and I don't think the Biden administration would ever do this, even though yeah. that's the right course. But I think that there would be a certain core group of folks who would say no. Yeah, because- some people might be against anything that the president of the other party right. is for. But I do think that would be a very popular thing. I mean, look, uh, we were extraordinarily fortunate and especially Europe was extraordinarily fortunate that we had a very mild winter this year. Yeah. Um, and there's <laughs> there's a lot of I, I see an enormous downside risk. Uh, in terms of energy crisis, if we have a harsh winter next year, which yes. could have major political and geostrategic implications. I mean, uh, you know, the, you think about this, a tough winter with the well, energy look, people dying and and there's a presidential election going almost on. every European country explicitly had an energy rationing plan in place yes. because they expected to not be able to meet their energy needs without yeah. like shutting off. France was going to shut off all the railways on alternating days sure. and wow. they were going to have rolling blackout. They had all these plans and I none, say, I none say of it this. happened because we were lucky, maybe thanks to right. global warming or whatever, but we had a very <laughs> mild winter. But, you know, if we have a harsh winter next year, the fundamentals haven't changed. The supply restraints yeah. constraints are still no. there. It's not the like increased production. Sure. And so all of that is still there and it's ready. And and by the way, the World Economic Forum said that the COVID lockdowns and the COVID social pressures uh, are the model for energy and in particular right. for dealing with Actually, global warming. I, and and I, they, I, they might see I, this as a virtue what people say, rather than a negative to have a crisis I, I have a like follow-up that. here on this. But 400, what is it? Between 400, uh, um, uh, uh, Alex Epstein and, uh, 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 and Lumberg uh, say that every year in Europe, between four. 400 and 600,000 Europeans die because they can't afford to heat their homes. It's And also, we know in Germany this year, because they were stupid all in on renewables, Germany is paying South Africa not to burn coal. And now Germany is importing coal from South Africa because uh, they can't meet their energy needs. It's just it's, uh, it's they also had the the largest uh, the largest apartment building uh, no, landlord no, in it. Germany uh, took away individual unit control of their thermostats. Oh, wow! Uh, in order to turn them lower at night, uh, if we had had a bad winter, that would have been. I mean, yeah. Do you want to think about how people would have revolted? This is why nobody should ever get those smart meters that they have, and uh, you know, right. This is uh, if you're a renter, it might not be your choice. It might not be your you know. choice, but yes. But yeah, if you're an owner, I mean, we had a we had an issue in Colorado where there are a bunch of people who put the smart thermostats in, and they smart sort thermostats. of didn't read the third, didn't read the small print because not. they agreed. Right. You know, they got some hundred bucks or whatever, yeah. and they the small print said, and we can change your thermostat whenever we need to, yes. and then. They actually did it for the first time ever, and people went nuts. Oh yeah, that's so read know, read the stuff before you sign. You have to, yeah. When they're making fundamental changes uh, to your house, Everyone, Phil, the panel is at three thirty. Yeah, oh, three thirty-five. Yeah. I think unless they changed it again. Uh, you, you never listen. I, I I I my panel was delayed last night by twenty minutes, which screwed up my evening schedule. But it it happens. Phil Kirpin, American commitment as always. God bless you, buddy. Thank you so very much for uh, joining us today. So much. It's yep. a nice tie, Phil. You saw his tie. Meet, I know, I know. meet the Mets. Meet the Mets.
I love Phil. Phil Mowley is one of the smartest men I know. So, so Jerry, but he's a baseball dude. Jerry has gotten out his laptop, which means that Jerry got some kind of an email and he has to do work somewhere else. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, do we want to end the show on this note, Jerry? I mean, we've we've gone for you know a little over an hour here. Sure. Or do you need, or do you want me to take a break for a second and pause everything? No, no, no. It's it's good. I, I can do two things at once. Okay, you can. How do you sign in here though? Well, I can't say it on the air. Oh, I mean, right. It's hold on. That's all right. You just have it. I don't want to know. It's okay, Jerry. I can. I can. We can do. We can do two things at once here. Actually, you know, I don't think I need. Here's here oh, is the here is the code right. Oh, there. you're a good man. Oh my God! So I have to, I have to do this. Well, I'm, doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to vamp here. So we've been we've been watching. Here we are on Radio Row, obviously grabbing folks as they walk by, which is which is always always fun. Uh, seeing other people, Jerry. Jerry didn't realize as we're sitting there talking to Phil Kirpin that one of the other part-time fill-in hosts from WBAL also walked by, but he doesn't know who that is. So that's 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 fine there. Um, listen, you know, is it CPAC Media? It is CPAC Media, and that is your that I is got your, it. That I, now is your, I got that is your pass. Whoop. I'm telling you, thank you. And, and Jerry's going to completely tank my Wi-Fi here. Are you in? Not yet. All right. There. <laughs> what, what? 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 am I? What? Speedy Gonzalez? Yeah. Yes. Uh, by the way, I was doing much, much. But look at this guy with his with his camera down here. Uh, on the, I don't know what he's what he's filming from the floor. So what are you looking clearly forward to uh, CPAC this year? Well, besides uh, besides my my panel yesterday, my yes. presentation last night, um, besides uh, besides doing uh, this show with you and the dinner, the other dinner that I did last night. Listen, for me, it's always about catching up with with old friends. Yeah. Now, whether or not it's folks in the talk radio sphere or or folks just generally, you never know who you're going to run into. You know, media media folks who are who are walking by so that you, you don't get a chance you're to see a day and a half now. Yeah. Uh, what are your early impressions? OK, about CPAC, but more broadly, what's the state of the conservative movement? Well, I mean, this is, you know, I, I, I had that. I, it's funny. I had that conversation with somebody, an old friend uh, from college who happens to be here. And we were we were chatting about this. Right. We have some real issues in our movement in terms of the the, the, the fractures, folks who put their own. Well, listen, folks who, who want to put aside uh, their core, actual philosophical values for sort of petty uh, uh, judgments that they have about people. Someone is not okay. conservative enough, um, and that's and that's a problem. Is there a lot of that? Me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there is, and I think frankly, it can it can come on all sides, right? If you're not viewing elected officials, and right, what is it? What is the phrase? Uh, trust in trust in God, not in men, or 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 no, no, put, like put no, put no like trust, it. put no trust in fault. What's, what's my mother would say? Don't you trust them as far as you can throw them. Well, there you go. Yes. And with your bad back, Jerry, you shouldn't be throwing anybody. Bad back. It's a joke. It's, right. it's the line from Ferris Bueller's Day. All right. If you're a bad back, Ed, you shouldn't be throwing anybody. <laughs> the, the point is that I, I think they fair amount. I think that there are folks who, it, for, for them, it will be Donald Trump or nobody going into 2024. I hope that's not the case. Well, I hope that's your sense here. Is this a Trump crowd or is it a DeSantis crowd? Is a Nikki Haley crowd? Well, I no, I think this is still largely a Donald Trump crowd. But I, I want to say this with a caveat. Um, I said this to John Justice this morning. I did his show. I think back to the 2015 CPAC, right, the year before the election. And and I don't know if you remember this, Jerry, but the buzz at CPAC was that Scott Walker was launching his campaign. Yeah. Scott Walker did we a had thing him on here. Podcast. 
we had him on the podcast yeah. back when that was a thing. There's some guy walking around who's like a, a Perry, somebody who's running for president. Anyway, right. Perry is a, there's somebody with his shirt uh, over here. Um, and, and the no, there's some, some no name guy running for president. Uh, and so this <laughs> and he's launching here. But my point is that in 2015, we didn't know what was going to happen. And so everybody was sort of looking at Scott Walker. Scott Walker was coming off a fantastic time as right. governor of Wisconsin. He had he and had the beat, buzz. He beat the left in, yes, his, home in state. his home state. And then the campaign went nowhere. Now, again, I say this is someone who still thinks incredibly highly of Scott Walker and thinks Scott Walker could have made a great president of the United States. But we were all looking at Scott Walker in 2015. And by 2016, it was entirely You're right. different. You're right. Right. That's exactly right. And, and then you look at the 2016 CPAC and it was all over the place. Right. There was the question. I, I don't remember if it was 15 or 16. I think it was 16. The question was whether or not Donald Trump was going to come to yeah, CPAC. It's funny. Uh, well, the one year we were here and he didn't show up. I think Trump that was did I think come. that was 15. Right. And then 16, it was the question again, is Donald Trump going to go to CPAC? And he wound up coming. Yeah. Right. That's right. And it was it was. Land, yeah. Yes. And the greatest I will say the greatest CPAC event ever was, was the debate. 2016 debate watching. Oh, party. what happened then? Jared almost got into a fight. He almost told somebody to go. Don't take off your jacket. Yeah. Well, yes. Because it, Trump people. Because, yeah. Oh, this is when Jerry was uh, at the point. I was uh, a anti- never Trump. I was, an, I was an anti-Trumper. Right. And uh, some Yahoo said something to me. And. And uh, and I, I, I think I said something back. So this is my point, is that, you know, this may be a Donald Trump crowd this year. That does not mean it is going to be a Donald Trump That's crowd next year. That that and then and frankly, whoever gets the nomination in 2024, that the CPAC will become, you know, their party. Right. Or their their event, because they will be the, the face of, of this crowd. And who and think, who who's here? This year, so Donald Trump is 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 coming, right? And uh, Nikki Haley is, is coming, correct? Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Haley. Yeah. Who else? I, I don't know who else. So this guy Perry, whatever is. Oh, the is. other gentleman who's running. Um, what was I, that? Oh, Vivek Ramaswamy is going to be that's here. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. Who had his? And I like Vivek Ramaswamy. I love this guy. Except he had his Aleppo moment the other day. What is Aleppo? Gary uh, Johnson, right? Remember this? You're the one who always brings it up. What is Aleppo? Yes. He didn't what know what his... the nuclear triad was. He oh, went on did a neither, radio By the way, neither did Donald Trump in that debate. Yes. Remember that? Yes. He had no idea yeah, what it was. There you in go. fact, I think that's what caused the ruckus with the Trumpers. Yes, because it was uh, it was unfair. He but had no know, idea what it was. One would think that by now you would be brief. Hey, this is the nuclear triad. You should know. You should know what it is. Uh, and the, the point in the end is, um, yeah, Vivek is here. And I like you. I, I think I like him. Look at the IWF. Anyone who pushes back. On this whole, I think the most important issue facing the country isn't Ukraine, isn't taxes or regs. It's not price controls, pharma. It is uh, this di- diversity, yeah, equity and inclusion, uh, inclusion uh, religiosity that they're forcing on us uh, in the workplace, uh, from Hollywood, in the public schools. It's everywhere. Right. It's right. Everywhere. I agree wholeheartedly. And so so, you know, and that's a, a huge chunk of the agenda here, which, of course, the left is, is and the leftist press is making fun of uh, as they're going to do. But that that's the thing that amazes me. Right, Jerry. Right. And listen, CPAC is and has been for many, many years a, a, a an important annual event in yours and my life. Right. We come here to CPAC. 
we see old friends, we do radio, we do other kinds of media, right? Maybe we do a panel or two, maybe we do a presentation somewhere, we go out and, and afterwards. What is amazing to me is how much focus the left and leftist media now puts on CPAC. And I guess that's to the credit of you know folks like Matt and you know and and his team, David and 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 their team. But the ire that is shown at an event that is, frankly, and I'm, this is I'm, you know, so I don't want to cast, I don't want to d- disparage this, but it is a, essentially an educational political con, con in 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 the sense of like a sci-fi convention or a comic event, and I don't mean right. it in a bad way. Right. I mean, but, but, there's a pageant and there's something here. Hold on, there's a purpose to that. Yeah, yes, and and and, and actually, let me let me be really clear about this. In the same way that you go to a comic book convention to right. go and hear what's going on and sure. learn more about about your, your, the actors or the shows or the media I or the movies you. or whatever you come here to learn about the organizations or the issues or the sure. people and that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing i'm again not trying to not trying to denigrate this but to to sort of go on this and and to place ridicule or worse to use this event to try to tear at the consumer. Well, the funny thing is uh, you and I uh, were doing our podcast at CPAC um, uh, 2019 or, or, or 20, I forget. They all flow together. And uh, Joe Scarborough came and sat with us for a little bit. Remember, you know, I vaguely remember it was like 2018. And so, and I remember him talking with us. Uh, It was the same time uh, Sean Hannity came over as well, but regardless Joe Scarborough used to be a fixture here. Yes. Even as a as a as a lefty was a fixture here. Right. Now he's on his show mocking this sure. this this gathering and I I have no patience for that kind of hypocrisy. Right. right. You right. you leveraged it. You were here uh, and and now you're not and again disagree with Nikki Haley disagree with Donald Trump. Disagree you know, with, with, it's, with it's interesting you say that because some, somebody it? else we know who also did the same thing who was here was a I don't get that. And, and it gets to this the, the phrase that I said I tweeted this out the other day. If you're going to mock it, come here and mock right. it. Right. Well, yes, yes. To be Borat and sort of yes. stuff as Donald Trump sure. and try to run in. Have yeah. You know, but my point is is that there are folks who compare this and say, oh, it's like the the Star Wars cantina bar. Right. Right. And and so it's to try to call this a freak show. And all I can do is point out the cantina bar may have been a freak show, but it's where Han Solo and Chewbacca and and Obi-Wan Kenobi would occasionally show up there. Jerry, what do you what do you get out of it? Well, again, Jerry, uh, this year thus far, I thought the the dinner last night with these uh, uh, with these thinkers and these advocates on healthcare policy was was very good. It was a great conversation. And frankly, uh, there are four or five of, of, of the folks who are at the table who I wouldn't see otherwise. That's right. You, you know, know it, and, you know, uh, Tom yeah. Schatz was there from. Uh, I, yeah, from, I, uh, I, I don't want you to speak more as to who was at this dinner. But I no, but I want to say something about Tom. Uh, I, I found out that uh, Tom was talking about a recent trip to New York and going to the Bronx for Delhi. Oh, at Liebman's. Yes, it was the Liebman's. And we had this great conversation. I sat next to Tom in a meeting two days ago. We had, this, we had this great conversation about, 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 uh, uh, about the Irish and, and, and the Jews in New York and, oh. and the food and Arthur Avenue even. 
And it was, a, I, I would so never have had that conversation okay, so with this Tom, is what I said for that. I take a cue from Charles Dickens and talking about CPAC. But that's what I get from CPAC. Yes. And I say that the spirit of CPAC isn't necessarily what you get on the main stage or even in the breakout sessions. But the, 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 the benefit of CPAC, the beauty of CPAC is in the, the hundreds of little side conversations, the thousands of little side conversations, right. the interactions you have with people. Um, you know, the ability to have a small conversation about Liebman's Deli yes. or to talk about uh, uh, whether or not couples dating is a weird thing and shouldn't <laughs> ever be. Now, ever now, be just so, so everyone knows, Tom, uh, Tom is the head of um, is the head of uh, citizens, citizens against government, against waste. government waste. Yes. But I found out a lot about uh, his uh, his his family and how they uh, came to New York. He's from Long Island. His daughter lives in Riverdale. I did not know that. Is that, that how is, awesome that is, is that? Some wet wild, that is wild stuff. So, that's way, wild. so now, I, look, I know Tom does. <laughs> I know Tom does good work. That's, but I, I, but I also have, a, I have a Bronx connection with this there guy. There you now. go. See, and as yeah. do I. I'll right. have to bring it. I'll right. have to bring it up with him. So we will be back. Listen, this is a two-part episode. So this, 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 this part goes up today. If I can get it up today, today, there tomorrow. Uh, part two, which we will Shamil, tomorrow, Shamil, Jerry. What should I should I should I post to tomorrow's show tomorrow, or should I wait a week and 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 have it as a two? Oh no no, we should be don't post today today and tomorrow tomorrow. I will have them right I, there. I will Back do what I can. Jerry, what do you uh, what do you want folks to do? Well, you got to find the truth. You got to plant your feet. You got to stand firm. God bless you. Have a great week. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Have a great CPAC to everybody as Roma walks by. Uh, and please, by all means, everybody, stay safe.